Real people. Real opinions. Real Talk Radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Pornography. Now, I do want to advise you, if you've got kids in the car, now, look, there's nothing nasty going to be said, but it is an adult conversation when we're talking about pornography. Well, the majority of Irish people, 7 in 10 people, believe that pornography is harming society. And this is according to a new report commissioned by Women's Aid. Among those surveyed, the majority also believe that pornography is too accessible to children, which I don't think anybody would disagree with, and that it is contributing to gender inequality, coercion, sexual violence against women and girls. The survey also found that almost two-thirds of people, 63%, believe that pornography leads to increased sexual violence in society. Now, can I point out, by the way, these is by women's aid, so the questions would have primarily been, you know, in relation to women. I do believe in relation to pornography, it also has a negative impact sometimes on men as well, because there is, I suppose, expectations of men to look a certain way or perform in a certain way when you look at pornography. Remember, pornography is edited to make it look like a man, for example, can last longer than he actually does in real life, probably. Yeah, because it's edited in such a way. Um, and pornography will always show the best side of both male and female when it comes to the physical attributes of the parts of the body. But a massive 81% of the 18 to 25-year-olds also believe that pornography is increasing young men's interest in seeking rough and violent sex, while 71% believe that the government and tech companies must do more to protect children and young people from exposure to pornography. Again, the questions were asked by Women's Aid, so it was primarily in relation to females. I'm sure if we ask the same question, in relation to females wanting to experiment more when they see pornography and certain things in pornography. I'm pretty sure a lot of those would say that they did too. Among those surveyed, the majority also believe that pornography is too accessible to children and that it is contributing to, yeah, we said that already, sexual violence against women and girls. But I want to know, not someone, I, I think it would be wrong to ask about children because I think I would like to think that everybody in the country is in agreement that we need to do more to protect children from pornography. It is too accessible to them. It's too easy for them to see it. And unfortunately, a child's mind is not able to compute and understand what is going on in pornography, what is love, what is romance, and what is sex. And that this unrealistic version, generally speaking, of sex is not real life. And that can be quite damaging, particularly to young boys who have an unrealistic expectation of what sex is going to be like. So I think that's really important that we all agree on that and more should be done about that. But let's focus on adults, consenting adults who watch pornography. Do you believe pornography is damaging to consenting adults? Let me know what you think. The number is 087 Do you think it's harmful to society as a whole? Pornography. Let me know what you think. The number is 087-188-0008. If you want to come on the air, you can. 0818-942-105. There are things, say, for example, you can get porn. There is addictions to pornography. And I know the Rutland Centre and many other centres around the country have dealt with people who have addiction problems to pornography where people become so addicted to sex that they lose track of reality and it becomes the priority in life. And that can be a very difficult thing, that people become addicted to pornography. Um, but do you believe pornography in general is harmful to society? The number is 087-188-0008. Cara, you're on Ireland's Classic Hits Radio. How are you doing, Cara? Hi, Nan. How's it going? Good. Do you believe that pornography is harmful? Yes, big time. Yes, okay. um, it 
it basically it ruined my life. Um, I met a guy in 2007. Well, 2006, we dated for a year. Um, 2007, moved in together, fell pregnant. Um, I discovered pornography on his computer. And he just played it off, you know, oh, it was a video sent to him. So I didn't think anything of it. And then when I went in to have my child and got out of the hospital, my daughter, um, in the middle of the night, had gotten up and to ask that for some water. And when she went up to the stairs, he was um, in on the computer side of the room and he was looking at pornography. Now, thank God she'd never seen anything, but she still got a very hard slap across the face and she had never been hit in her life and sent down the stairs. So um, I got to the hospital the next day and my daughter told me and straight away I knew what, what, what was going on. Anytime I left the house, he was straight to the computer and he would take his clothes off and he'd never wash clothes. Only when I was out would he put his clothes on because he'd have to, you know, he'd have to, if, if he had 10 minutes spare, he was straight to the computer. I walked to rescue an animal and I got a phone call one evening to a few doors down from my home to investigate and the, the neighbours let me in to go upstairs and look out the back door, out the back window, sorry, and um, just see that the animal was out in the cold with no shelter. So I confirmed that it was the case and mm-hmm. the animal was taken. And I got to the stage where I could walk into my home and I could smell it. We had three bathrooms, a very big house, three bathrooms, and I'd go to the exact bathroom and it would be dripping off the toilet space. Like, the semen would be dripping off the toilet. That oh, my. He, learned, he taught himself to do it so quick. Like, he, we went to sex so, love. So, do you, okay, and do you think it was an addiction? It was an addiction, of oh, course. Oh, we went to sex love and addiction. He went to sex love and addiction on his own. We went to sex love and addiction in Dublin, in Newbridge, um, in Port Leash. Um, oh, yeah, like, he... Um, so, he knew he, so, he knew he had a problem? Oh, yes. Yeah. It was like it, it destroyed your life. It's just like like fifteen years of a relationship. Um, after that, I had a serious mental breakdown and tried to commit suicide. And oh, I'm so sorry to hear it, that. It really like it, it destroyed, it destroyed everything. Destroyed our family. Well, I, I mean, look, but, and there's no doubt. And I, I mentioned that just in the intro. A pornography, addiction to pornography, like an addiction to alcohol or addiction to drugs or addiction to exactly. gambling. It, it can it can destroy people's lives. Because oh, it consumes, because right. it consumes your time as well as everything else. You know what I mean? It got to the case where I was managing the restaurant, and I would take the Wi-Fi and the, the remote control, everything. So I could, because I would not allow pornography in the house where my children were. And mm. I think a lot of parents would be like that. They of course, would yeah, like that in their home with their children. Well, well, certainly not. Certainly not when it's on the computer that the children might have access to. Well, the, the, the worst thing that was ever done, my daughter um, was, would have been about seven at the time and got her first little tablet, and it was a little pink one. And she had all her Barbie games on it, and we had paid for, you know, like extra, you pay like a euro, she could buy a pair of shoes for her Barbie and yeah. so on. Mm-hmm. So she had really built up her little mansion on her app. And we came home, we had stayed with my sister in Dublin, and we came home down to the countryside and... um. Everything was gone, white. So she was like, "Ma'am," she was in tears because she had worked on this for so long, 
and put so much effort into building our little animal sanctuary and so on. And um, it was all totally white. Oh, completely. So, so the whole thing was completely reset, yeah. Yeah. It turns out that that was the only device I had left in the house. And little did I know that her father had used. For the pornography. My daughter's. And I so, so, so to get rid of the evidence, he just wiped the whole thing. He had to wipe the whole thing, yes. And okay. that happened many times with our computers, with phones. Oh, and my. So we spent about two years with... And, and, and you know what? I, I, I'm going to just... I, 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 I think we don't need to hear need to hear any more in relation yeah. to it and how it destroyed your, your life, it destroyed your relationship, it destroyed your family, it destroyed his life as well, by the way. And I'm not negating that as well because he yeah, clearly had a problem and an addiction, as you said, he went to seek he help. He ended up losing his job. That's shocking. Yeah. But, but I w- what I will say to you is the majority of the people in the world who watch pornography are not addicted to it. Um, they will watch it for recreational purposes or they will watch it, you know, for masturbation, which is what people usually yeah. watch pornography for. Um, so they don't get to a point that your partner was at where they had become so reliant on it that it took them, consumed every ounce of time they had yeah. And, yeah. And, and consumed their lives, just like alcohol can consume some people's lives or gambling. or it's an, It is an addiction. Oh, absolutely. It's a very serious addiction. Absolutely. Absolutely. Of course it is. But thankfully that doesn't happen to too many people. So, You'd actually be very surprised because mm. um, when we went to um, a sex love and addiction group in Newbridge, I was actually very surprised the amount of men that were actually in that circle. You know, um, you, you don't realise um, how big of a problem um, the addiction side of it is. Mm-hmm. And it's starting with like um, 13, 14 and 15 year old boys now. Because and that's I, that's very difficult to understand or yeah. believe, isn't it? Because it's so sad when you see young lads, you know, 14 or 15 years of age, addicted to pornography and watching pornography, which gives them an unrealistic expectation of what relationships are all about. Yeah, yeah. My daughter, she had um, her nephew, my, my nephew actually, he would be taking his phone to the bathroom and she was getting very suspicious because she didn't want him to end up like my partner, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, 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 I, and I can imagine, yeah. And it turned out he was, and she had to, like, she did need help. And at the time, at the, he was 18, again, she discovered that he had a problem with this. Pornography. Yeah, so it is, you know. So you think it's a bigger problem than we actually realise? It, it, it's, yes, yeah, far bigger problem that we realise, you know. Yeah. Like, it's destroyed. Do you, do you think pornography can be, obviously, you had a big problem with it, and it's very difficult to me to ask you this question. But do you believe that pornography can be beneficial in a relationship, in any in any cases? Well, if it's two consenting adults, you know, mm-hmm. and and it's something they enjoy together, mm-hmm. yes, that's 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 okay. But if there's one adult that's not into it, but the other one is watching it and expecting your partner to do really things that like you wouldn't even think of, just you know. I won't even I won't bring her up on daytime um, radio, but um, the request that you'd be <clears throat> asked in just a normal intimate, you know, at nighttime you'd be intimate with your partner, and then you start getting <clears throat> requests that you you wouldn't even think of or even ever hear about, mm-hmm. you know. So I I took a look at pornography then myself because I needed to try and understand what what this addiction was and why he was so addicted, like why you. And did you understand it? Did you ever get to the point where you've you've understood it? No, no, no. And all the answers I ever got from him was, I don't know. I never, every time I say, like, 
you know, I, I keep myself fit. I go to the gym, you know, um, I do, I keep myself, like, really I, well done every day for you. And yet you still turn to that, like I do every So, in other words, you, you just, even from a sexual point of view and a physical point of view, you just weren't enough for him. I could have been Cindy Crawford and it wouldn't have been enough. Yeah. If you get where, you know. And, 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 and I don't mean to be rude, and please, if this is a very personal question, don't answer it, okay? Tell me to mind my own business. But were you fulfill? Did you feel that you were fulfilling his sexual needs at the time in the relationship? Uh, yes, you had I, I went, yeah, I went above and beyond. Not, not that you have, by the way, not that you have an obligation to do that. I'm just, I'm just saying. I mean, you, the point you're making is nothing was good enough for him. Nothing was good enough. I did things that I didn't like. I did things that I was very uncomfortable with. But I tried to do. I tried to. Uh, give him that role so he wouldn't need pornography but no matter what I did was never ever good enough for him some some women believe pornography is like cheating um, oh they... I felt I was being cheated on because yeah um, it was it, it's every single day and it was a few times a day and I cried and I told him like I actually feel like you're cheating on me when because I because no matter what I do for you, you is not good enough that you want them no matter yeah. what I do nails hair makeup everything you know and was he was he spending money on the pornography? Was it this kind of one to one stuff, or was it just? Um, no, because I wouldn't allow Wi Fi. It got to a stage where I wouldn't have Wi Fi in the house, so he would drive to say Tesco's with um, a phone device that I didn't know he had, and he well he admitted it all in the end, and he would use their free Wi Fi, and he'd download a load of pornography, and then he'd have that. Watch phone. it later, then yeah. I'd go manage the restaurant and I'd be there from 9 in the morning to 12 at night and then he'd have all day with that and I didn't know he had this device now he did admit when we did go for help with many do you know what it sounds like it sounds like every other addiction in a sense of them hiding it do me a favour stay there Carol just for a second what a horrific story and and by the way I'm not saying it's an isolated story it's probably happening all over the country with people being addicted to pornography Morris you're on Ireland's Classic Hits Radio how you doing Morris that's not too early. Happy Christmas, Niall. Happy Christmas, Morris. Happy Christmas to you, but not a happy time for Cara, sadly, in a relationship when you have a partner no, who is literally yeah, addicted just to pornography. show you how destructive that it's got over the years, and the more it becomes online and available to you at your hands, the more destructive it is. Like We, we had a case, as I was telling Ruth, of a 13-year-old who had mountains of pornography on his phone, and he committed murder, and he's in jail for life now because mm-hmm. he killed another 14-year-old. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so that's and the like the stuff they found on the phones when it came out was horrific. And he was 13 years of age, yeah. Yeah, so the kids are getting phones younger now. People that were on the show last week, the week before, they were on, uh, is it okay to give a phone to an eight year old? An eight year old, yeah, five years younger than a 13 year old, and they're both children. So, there's bad and see, and the problem is with children when I say it's a problem, it's yeah. not a problem, they're curiosity. Exactly. Yeah, you I know, mean, you just go into a search bar on a phone and put the word P O R N O in. Yeah. God knows what pops up. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. I know. I, and, and you know, I I I was putting an image up for Twitter a few minutes ago because uh, I wanted to obviously put something up for the show during the the news. Yeah. And I had nobody put an image up with the topic, so I just put put into Google "porn bad" trying to get an image of you know uh, you know a logo that porn. You want to see the images that come up as soon as you type that. Stuff that uh, stuff that I couldn't have imagined when I was yeah. that age or eighteen years of age. The best no, one I had when I when I was eighteen was Mayfair magazine. That that was a bit of the sum total of yeah. what you could have got. Me with being a bit older than you and going into the army at eighteen of age, there was projectors with white sheets on the wall with 
eight millimeter film running through it. Yeah. Then the VHS came out, and you had names like Debbie Does Dallas and all this business and raunchy names from America, where it is an industry. Yeah. The way you look over there. Um, but but I mean, look, I I don't want to be the naysayer here today, and no. the story that we've just heard is horrific, and and you know, and I know the addiction centres are dealing constantly with people who have an addiction to porn, right? Yeah. But and that's where people lose their jobs, they lose their relationships, they spend every waking moment watching pornography. Yeah. And and that's I can't, that's some addiction. I couldn't and imagine the, how that the feels. Woman that right. Describing what happened to her. It, it was horrific listening to the lens that the person, the individual... I mean, actually driving somewhere to get yeah. Wi-Fi to download yeah. movies. That's, you know? that's really bad. And, and that's let's be clear, job. by the way, the person, the individual involved wasn't doing anything illegal, but no. was doing something extremely damaging to their own health by their own yeah. admission. But but that, they are isolated. The majority of people don't get addicted to pornography. They watch it as consenting adults to enhance their sex life or their relationship together. So from that point of view, yeah. and, and let's leave children aside too, because Morris, I agree with you and everybody listening today, oh, I hope yeah. I hope everyone agrees with you that we need to do more to stop children accessing pornography. Yeah. But but in relation to adults watching it, consenting yeah. adults who are not addicted, do you think it's harmful? Uh, no, well, it depends. Like the lady said there, if you have two people that are open, that are tuned in together, that like to have a look at whatever they want to look at, and they enjoy it, and it doesn't become an obsession with them. Oh, you don't love me because you won't do this and you won't do that. Or, you know, comparing one female to another female, or a male's anatomy to another male's from acting. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it can cause problems, and then people go across the other barrier, and they get into, oh, should I go to a swing, and I should it's a bit of that. And then you have all sorts of complications coming into it, where the keys are put into the bowl, and everybody swaps partners. I mean, and I don't doubt the, the figures that the figures that come out today that I've had almost yeah. two thirds of people, sixty three percent believe that pornography leads to sexual violence. I don't doubt that for a minute, right? But mm-hmm. I also believe that we have to be fair. Uh, this is against women. That pornography can be quite damaging to men as well because Pretty much so. yeah, because women watch it, and you know, most men don't look like porn stars. Yeah. Most men don't perform like porn stars, uh, because those videos are edited and all sorts of things, and all sorts of things are used to make them well, enhance the image better. that it produces that makes them confused and go, Jesus, I wish I was like this or I was like that. But yeah, exactly. That's where the falsehood is coming with us. They have to sell you something to keep you interested, and if somebody's up half. I've lost you there for some reason. Lost your line. Are you there? Are you there, Morris? No. Nope. Oh, he's gone. All right, let me go to Eddie. Eddie, you're on Ireland's Classic It's Radio. How are you doing, Eddie? How's it going, Niall? Uh, I'm making about, like you said, apart from the addicted people and, uh, like, where you said, we're, we're, we're talking about adults only, consenting adults. Uh, I don't think it's as, as harmful as some people are saying they are. Um, like I can get, I, I, I think it's it's as harmful as in models, male and female, or uh, female stars, like or male stars, like in public, what they show off and how inadequate they make us feel. I think porn can maybe make some of us use it. It's edited to make us look a bit the better side of us, form a bit better. Oh, so sure every man in a porn movie is like a stallion. You know what I mean? So yeah, 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 like, yeah. But I think look, when we all come down to a bit of reality, I think we're all capable of. Realising, <laughs> look, I'm not hung that way, and I can't. We're 59. It's easier to accept your your your, <laughs> your, uh, your shortcomings. But the part I have a bit of a big problem with, right? And this is my point: is the the the, the point being made that oh, encourages violence in men, mm. right? We're just thinking about men, the consent of men at the moment. How come this? Like, I, I'm just puzzled by this. I've seen regular porn, right? You you have too. I'm sure. I'm assuming, yeah. right? 
Now, forget about the extraordinary stuff, because again, we're not talking about the, 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 the niches or the, the, the kinky stuff or whatever like that. That's, look, them exist, right? But Fifty Shades of Grey, the books, they were ten times more violent than anything I think I've ever seen in regular porn. And women, like, why weren't people giving out then? How, the, the way I remember walking through town, like where I lived, and women used to be openly sitting in the middle of the city. Reading Fifty Shades of Grey. That made me feel very intimidated. And do you know? Do you know that Fifty Shades of Grey per head of population was more popular in Ireland than any other country in the world? Yes, yes. And and the reason for that was because Ireland had been so sexually suppressed for so yes. long, and we were starting to to come out of the the, the, the forest, so to speak. Yeah. And, and and you are right. Why didn't women and women's groups and feminist groups give out about this? At that particular time, because you're right, the violence in it, he tied her up, he, t- he made her sign a yeah, contract. Do you think of it, how is a man meant to interpret that? You yeah. do what you don't. Do you know what I mean? It goes back then to the, the men that were the men in trouble. Oh, yeah, are you really saying no or not? You know what I mean? It's <laughs> yeah. confusing. To, to, and I remember, I remember being embarrassed walking past women, like up in the air. I, I was sitting down in the town with a hustler. Jeez, I couldn't even sit down. What was the one of the magazines around a while ago? Me all everybody used to watch them or read them. I think they were nuts or something like that. Yeah. Kind of, like disguised as men's magazines. And if a fellow was to sit down reading one of them... He'd be judged. Oh, yeah. But, but, but also, John, my point is just saying this. I don't see it as clear as what people are saying, This that it encourages men. Well, I suppose the, the argument is, and, and, and to be fair, because it is Women's Aid that did this research, so obviously they're very interested in the damage it does to women. Yeah. And if, if there was a men's aid or that they want to do the same research, they're quite welcome to do it. But I want to be fair and say that it can be equally as damaging to men too because it does unrealistic expectations of men. But, 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 but to, to be fair to Women's Aid, you know, when you, when you have, say, a 15-year-old kid, a boy, watching pornography and, say, watching a video where a guy is slapping a woman as he's having sex with her and she's meant to be enjoying it, that's an unrealistic expectation in most no, cases. No, but what I'm saying to you is, isn't this, yeah. this is what they're talking about, this pornography that has some level of, you know, fantasised violence but, in it. But again, Noel, we're picking out the smaller parts of it. Look at the bigger scale. If we're talking about something being caused on a mass scale, well, if we're talking about mass influence, and if you're looking at little smaller parts, that's not the mass influence. What about... I don't look. I'm playing devil's advocate here. Uh, like a lot of the violence, the sexual violence that we was portrayed in uh, hip hop music, in particular towards women. A lot of the, the women themselves even portrayed it that way. We're, what I'm saying is, the influence is coming from a lot more than just that. I think that's causing on like TV series, gangster stuff. You know, we see a lot of this. Oh yeah, like the, the man has to be. You know what I mean? So I don't think it's just coming from porn, and I think it's an easy. Um, and, and no, no, I, I don't. No, and I think you're 100 percent right. I think violence around the world, all forms of violence, you know, yeah. can be, you know, can certainly be promoted through and, the media. And I just said it's wrong to focus on the one thing. No, no, but but, but no, but we thing. are no, but the reason we're focused on this. I mean, I don't want to get into the kind of what about what about this, yeah. what about this, what about this. But we can't deny that there is a certain level of damage done by pornography, particularly to young people. And when we talk about, you know, they according to them, 63 percent believe that pornography leads to increased sexual violence in society. Yeah. Yeah. Where men are violent towards women. Now, I don't know how re- that that sixty three percent of people believe that. That doesn't yeah. mean it's a fact, by the way. But we're talking about a digital world right now, which is very new and very right. But 
I, look, I, I, we're both on there, but look, it's the, what do they say? Look, the, the, the prostitution is the oldest game in the book. The oldest, do you know what I mean? What I mean is there's been sexual uh, voids filth for centuries, probably. I mean, God knows how or what way. So I'm just saying, like, are we, again, like, over... It just because we can see it more, ready to talk about it more, we're more aware of it, we're not conservatively. Do you know what I mean? Whereas before, a lot of was him. I mean, come on, I mean, Jesus Christ, like people growing up for years, and the old joke, the family album filled in the vibe, you know what I mean? When we were yeah, growing, we yeah. Were <laughs> no, what I'm saying, so my point is, in it, what, I do remember being a child seeing some graphic stuff on television. I mean, do you know what I mean? The, what was that one with Joe Joan? What's her name? Who? Uh, Joan, our sister was an author. Joan Rivers. Oh, no, not Joan Rivers. Joan, Joan... Yeah, oh, yeah, I know. She was in Dynasty or one of those things, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and that was... So, I mean, it's, it's been... Joan Collins. Yes, Joan Collins. Around, but I think a long time ago, it was probably more hidden. There was a lot more mattress. There was a lot more magazines on the mattresses than there is now. People are hiding as much now. Do you get me? I do. No, well, listen, I've run out of time. No, I, I get the point you're absolutely making here. Joan Collins, the bitch was the name of the, the book and the TV show, I think, at the time that you're probably referring to. Uh, all right, listen, thank you very much indeed. I think the majority of people agree that porn can be, in the wrong hands, damaging. But to responsible people who are in relationships, who use it as a form of enhancement or use it to get ideas and things that they might want to try out because there's no harm in trying out and making your sex life a little bit exciting every now and again, trying out different things. I think people believe that's fine. But I think I think primarily the biggest problem, and it kept coming back to it there today, was young people. Um, when a 15-year-old sees it, it's not the same as, say, a 29-year-old seeing it because the 15-year-old's brain and mind doesn't understand relationships. And also then, of course, we have the other problem that was brought up at the very start of the show, which was porn addiction. And porn addiction is a very serious addiction. Thankfully, it doesn't affect everybody who watches porn. Uh, but that's like drink. It doesn't affect everybody. Alcoholism doesn't affect everybody who has a drink. Real people. Real opinions. Real Talk Radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Ireland's classic hit.